We touched on a few things last week concerning the new wine and you. We said there should be the renewal of minds. We looked at Mark, Mark chapter 2. The same scripture can be seen in Luke, but we, we looked at Mark chapter 2 from verse 18 through to 22. I want us to read it again, and then we'll have a short recap, very, very short recap, because I've got a few things to share with you today. Uh, Mark chapter 2 from verse 18 through to 22, please. The disciples of John and of the Pharisees were fasting. Then they came and said to him, Why do the disciples of John and of the Pharisees fast, but the disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, Can the friends of the bridegroom fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast in those days. No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, or else the new piece pulls away from the old, and the tear is made, uh, is made worse. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins, or else the new wine bursts the wineskins. The wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But new wine must be put into new wineskins. Hallelujah. And uh, we looked at the fact that John's disciples, of course, were fasting, as we've seen, and um, the Pharisees were also fasting. But if you look, read the um, account of Luke, um, it gives you a perspective more um, of the fact that, you know, Jesus was in the... Um, um, more so like in a, in a party, he's been invited to come and feast. And whilst that was taking place, um, I don't know whether maybe the Pharisees and the disciples of John the Baptist were very unhappy that we, whilst we are fasting, you are eating at a party. And so they came and specifically brought that. I think that is in Luke's account. I think in Mark's account, when you read earlier on, um, maybe it even talks about that. Yeah, because they went to uh, Matthew's house. You know, they, they were spending the time um, at Matthew's house, and that is when all these things began to unfold. And so we looked at that, and we 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 talked a lot um, because of time. I don't want to go back, but um, I shared with you the Pharisees were really totally focused on on rituals, and we got to be very careful how rituals can really stop us from moving into God and, and seeing the new level in which um, or where we are supposed to be. And John the Baptist dispensation at that point was current. There was a time when that dispensation was current. It was, it was the present you know, truth. But the thing is that God had moved on doing a new thing and we can also be so much embroiled in the old and never be able to get to, um, to know um, what is um, happening in the now. And um, we examined um, um, the contest, um, the new wine, the old wine, um, the, the old garment and the new garment, and how, why um, you can't put new wine into old wineskin. Other than that, they will spill or waste go to a waste, and the wineskin will be ruined. We look at all that, and... Um, I said as well that you cannot put new ideas um, uh, or new dimensions of the present truth into the old mindset, because that is what all is all about. We are moving on from renewing the mind to where we are. If you want to see new things that God is doing in your life, if you want to see new things that God is doing in your in your in, in your health, your family, your your our church, your marriage, I can do uh, say all sort of. You know, think, but the thing is that if you want to stay in the old right mindset and you want to receive what God is doing now, you will not be able to run with it. And that is why he was talking of the fact that it will be crashing and it will get worse because you are going to have the pool, you know. 
And we looked at the properties. We started looking at the properties of the old and the new wine skins. And uh, we talked about the fact that um, wine, in the, um, when it's, it's being made or in the early stages, um, uh, produces bubbles. Uh, or what we thought, we look at the aspect of the gases today. You know, it produces bubbles and expands. And the fermentation and the gases that are released is such that you've got, you and I got to be flexible to be able to receive um, the fresh from God. And the reason why we are not receiving the fresh unction from God and the grace from God is because the old wine skin, as we looked at that, the old wine skin is shaped already. Amen? So some of us, we already shaped. Our minds are shaped. Uh, 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 our lifestyles are shaped. No matter what God is doing, you are not ready to take it. You are not ready to receive it because we have our minds um, set on certain old things before even we got born again. In your environment, your, when you were at school, your, your family, the, your friends, um, your work, I can go on and on and on. Certain things have shaped you. Certain things that you heard, read, that you thought was, before we got born again, you realize that you come to know the Lord and God may be speaking something totally in the now to you, but the thing is that you're already shaped. And just like the old wine skins, they're already shaped because, you know, it's taking its shape already and there is nothing that, you know, um, can be done to it now. And when you put the new wine skin into it, or the new wine into the old wine skin, what is going to happen is that you're going to have problems. Problems. We looked at all that last week. And some of the reasons why we avoid um, to operate in the uh, or, or, or expand is also fear. We are we are afraid of change. Um, tradition makes us very comfortable in such a way that we don't want to move or change how we are positioned and placed uh, ourselves in certain conditions. No matter what anyone says, you are set in our ways. Pride creates a mindset that causes us to receive. You know, uh, refuses us to um, receive um, from from either certain people or even sometimes, no matter what God is saying, you know, you you are just not ready because you 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 are so um, 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 prideful to the extent that no matter what you know, you feel ego, you know, uh, your ego is being uh, attacked or your your self pride or what have you, and that cannot let you move on to receive the new. Uh, 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 um, dimensions that God is placing in, in us, and um, um, we are so care- we are so mindful of our reputation because, you know, the the old wine skin has also remember that it was in town. You know, uh, people were drinking from it. <laughs> you know, people were pouring from it. So it's got its reputation. You know, but the thing is that God is in a new place. Hallelujah. We also looked at the fact that the old wine skin is fixed. Um, I was talking of it has already been shaped. So most of us, our mindsets are shaped. Our lifestyles are shaped. Whatever we want to do is shaped. That no matter what God wants to do, we find it difficult to readjust. We are not flexible to be able to receive. But I'm moving on from there. The old wine skin is also fixed and somewhat very brittle. We looked at that last week. You know, you, you know. It breaks. The activity of the new wine will stress it beyond the ability to yield. And that is why some of us are in church today. Some of us are in the kingdom of God today. But we have become very brittle, you know, because we are still putting in the new wine into the old wine skins and we are breaking. It's called the damage. Nobody has done anything to you, but you can't just be in the midst and you suspect and, 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 and believe that everyone around you is the problem, but you do not know that you have to look at your own self because you have become very brittle. Amen? And we can't put new ideas into old mindsets. We can't get new results with old behaviors. We looked at that. Because trying to put a new wine um, of a trimmer body into the old wineskin of an established and ingrained poor, poor eating habit patterns cannot bring lasting results. We looked at that, didn't we? Amen? And we... We realized that the Pharisees were full of traditions, falsehood. They were, in, they, they, they were so embedded in their letter, you know, that this, what the Spirit of God was doing, you know, they could not yield to it. We are very unyielding, and we are fixed. John the Baptist also had his disciples come in to the Lord, you know, at a, at a point, as I said, they were the real deal. 
but they had come to a place whereby God had moved on. Remember, um, the man of God had to pass away um, uh, 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 in, 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 in bitterness or in, 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 in anger because he was in jail and he could, you know, he, he was expecting Jesus to come over and do all sorts. And then at the point he said, go and ask him, is he really uh, <laughs> the, the one that uh, I, I, I spoke of? But he was the one and he saw the heavens open. But that's what I'm saying sometimes in your condition, your situation, you can be bitter towards everyone you can, you can, you, in your situation, in your, in your, what do you call, the very thing that you said was of God, you begin to stand and say that it's not of God. The very thing that John the Baptist saw, that heavens were opened, and God was speaking to Jesus. Now he was questioning the voice he heard. <laughs> are, you, are you catching what I'm sharing with you? And so sometimes we can speak against the voice that has already spoken. We can speak against what God is doing in your life that you have heard, you know. You can speak against because your condition, your situation, what is going on, you are, you are unhappy about it. And so you, you begin to speak and say things that you don't have to. Amen? And then and, and we've we got to be very, very, very um, careful. But that is, let's move on to today, that number three. Um, so we've, moved, we've looked at already shaped minds or habits or lifestyles and already fixed, the wineskin that is already fixed, and, you know, nothing can be done. Now, today, I want us to look the third one, structure. Structure is a necessity of life. Amen? What did I say? Structure is a, is a necessity of life. But inflexibility will stifle your life. Amen? Did you, did you get what I'm trying to share, share with you? You understand when I get deeper. Now, most of us, I don't know about, I use the iPhone, so I may be speaking from the context of the iPhone. But now and again, they always try to update the iOS. You see? Yeah, the iOS, right? Now and again, they want to update it. But the thing is that they will always say that if you are not, number one, in a Wi-Fi environment, some of them, and sometimes if you don't have a capacity Within, um, for instance, if I'm using iPhone 2, is it 3? How, how many did it start? It started with iPhone 3 or 3, right? Yeah. If I'm using iPhone 3 right now, and I want to update things that the iPhone 11 or 10 or 8 would like, you know, to be updated on the iPhone 3, I can tell you that you will not be able to do it. Amen? Because you don't have the capacity to be able to hold the new updates. So if you want to bring the old iOS to download or update the current, what do you call it, iOS, there's no way that you'll be able to update your iPhone 3 to function just like the current will be like. You may not have an iPhone, but you may have a computer or a laptop. Sometimes, some of the laptops, if you are using the old, old laptops or whatever laptop, even sometimes if the, the, the megabytes are, are less than the, um, uh, the, uh, what it can be able to, uh, like sometimes Microsoft will update itself, um, some of the programs will update itself. But if you don't have the capacity to be able to Hold what they are trying to say that this is the current. You like some of us are still using uh, Microsoft um, Seven, and is it seven, isn't it um, Windows Seven? Sorry, Windows Seven. When now they they they've even gone past the three three six five, isn't it? They are on a different level now. So if you send someone an, uh, a particular Word document or what have you, and they don't have that old Microsoft Seven. It's very difficult for them sometimes to open that document. Why? Because there is something that is current. It doesn't mean that the old didn't work. The old worked, but that was for that season. And so you realize that you still are using something that is applicable. You are doing whatever you are doing. But the issue is that we are in a place, a state, a condition whereby you are stuck in yesterday when we are we have crossed midnight. 
is somebody catching what I'm sharing with you? So it is in the kingdom of God. So it is in what God is doing. God is constantly bringing the new into the body. God is constantly trying to download new stuff. He's, because if you were able to receive every message that you should have received yesterday, <laughs> why would you need God? Because you've got it all, isn't it? But there is so many, Jesus was telling the disciples that there is so much that he has to give to them, but he could not be able to give it all to them because the time was not ready. If they weren't at the right moment to be able to get it. So that is why we need to come to a place to pray for God to help us let the old wine skin go so that we can be able to put on the new wine skin and embrace what God is doing. That is why some of the um, some places of worship where they most of the time change um, um, the, the, the pastors or vicars or who, um, um, the leaders. You know, sometimes a new vicar will come to town. I've seen these things happening most of the time. Who would like to do something new or God may have laid something new onto his heart and he wants, you know, it to be done. Some of the elders, some of the um, the deacon and deaconesses will oppose whatever thing. It, look, even if God thunders into their midst, they will say that we haven't known it like that. And so there is no way that there can be a change because they've known it from a particular way. And sometimes our lives, our lives have been shaped like that. But God is trying to bring something fresh and new in your life. In the, and the God is speaking new, new things into the church. And that is what we got to be ready for. Listen, the old wine skin. We're going back to the old wine skin. Gases, gas, gases are formed within the new wine skin as the flavor, the color, the balance, and the bouquet of the wine grow. When they make the wine, these gases are formed. All right? And while these gases are formed, because the wine skin is new, it could expand the wine skin so that both the uh, both uh, uh, hold the wine and uh, the wine skin will hold both the wine and the gases. Are you catching what I'm sharing with you? But the old wine skin cannot do that. <laughs> Amen. The old wine skin can't do that. And so Jesus is trying to tell then something very powerful here. That when wine ferments, it releases gases that causes the skin to expand. And so if your skin is still tight, if your wine skin is still tight, and whilst God wants to bring an expansion in your life, in your mindset, in your way of life, and everything that concerns you, you are still fitted into that box of mind old mindsets, old way of life, and what have you, there is no way God can bring an expansion in your life. Your spiritual container, my spiritual container, our spiritual containers, if it is not in the new, will become rigid and very hard. And sometimes the old wine skin, because the reason why you can't put the new wine skin in the old wine skin is because the old wine skin has stretched to its limit. Hallelujah. And if you attempt to put the new wine in the old wine skin, you are really trying to create a wine bomb. Because that is why the scripture said, he said, they will what? They will burst. And as it bursts, you are spilling the wine, all right? You are spilling the wine and you are ruining it all. So Jesus is saying that, if you really want God to do something in your life, you've got to be ready to let God deal, let go of the old wine skin in order for you to be able to have the new wine skin so that God can be able to cause an expansion in your life. Hallelujah. Because gases, for instance, right? Some of the properties of gases well, I learned in school, in my uh, 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 chemistry and uh, I think, yeah, chemistry, was it chemistry? Yeah, I think chemistry cl uh, class. I forgot whether it's a chemistry or physics. Right? 
we have heavy or uh, um, heavy density like things like solids and liquids, right? Solids and liquids that you know because they are dense, the space in between for uh, uh, kinetic energy. Let me come down. Uh, <laughs> for um, for um, because okay, gases. Let me, right, let me try and explain this. There are laws of movement because of the spaces, you know, uh, gases, because of the spaces, they are, lower, they are, they are low of low density. Yes, I think that will make it. Solids and liquids are heavy, of heavy, uh, they, they are very, their density is, is, is high, right? But gases, the, the, the density is, is low. All right, and because of that, there are spaces in which the, uh, the particles or the molecules are able to move from one end to the other. And as they are moving like that, what they are producing is kinetic energy. All right, what I'm trying to say is that when you become so dense, the anointing, the power of God, and the grace of God that is upon you, there will be the energy of God, the holy power of God, the grace of God that is able to cause that energy in your spirit to be able to bubble up and do what you got to do. You have become too rigid, so dense that you cannot be able to move in the dimension that God wants you to move. Is somebody catching what I'm sharing with you? And also gases are of indefinite shape and volume. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? You can put something that is solid, huh? like Eba or Gari or Fufu or Banku or anything in a container and you know that that is the shape, that is the volume. <laughs> are you sharing? I understand what I'm sharing with you? But gases are such that they are indefinite shape and volume. What I mean by that is that because the, the gases have no definite shape or volume, there is no fixed shape or volume in such a way that when the anointing of God, when the power of God, we're going to come to a place whereby we, with our volume is, 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 is of, of, of such that God can be able to fill us. That is why he says, Holy Spirit should fill us. Amen? Amen? The new wine skins can expand. Praise God. The new wine skin can bring us to a place where there is enough volume. We are not already shaped in such a way that, you know, when the, when the anointing comes, he cannot be able to do the work that he needs to do in us. So we have to be a new wine skin whereby when the Holy Ghost fills us, we are already not shaped. Our density is such that we have allowed now, watch this. I'm, I'm talking of, I was talking of low density of the gases. You see, when you are already, uh, 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 of, you, are, you are dense, all those ways, uh, ways of unforgiveness, uh, ways of, of, of sin, uh, ways of, uh, of, I can go on and on, all those ways uh, are filled us in such a way that there is no way movement of the, of, of the, of the grace and the anointing in us. Oh, is somebody here with me? That we are so dense, our volume, and most of the time, the things that fills our volume, we really got to be doing something about our Sunday school, I tell you. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. We've got to be doing something about it. Because that is, that is one big element of church growth. And God is telling us something. I'm about to do a new thing. So God is speaking, and uh, we need to do that. Amen. Thanks for the mothers and fathers. Um, that are in church with the children. It means that you, have, uh, you haven't allowed the density of our children <laughs> to hold them back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But I don't understand what I'm sharing with you. Most of the time, uh, the, uh, we, we are so dense. The density is such that, you see, it is filled, we are filled with all sorts of, you know, anger, bitterness. Um, um, give, them, give them them. Give, give me some of the things that, you know, all sort of things are filled us. You know, uh, uh, you name it so much that we are already filled with those things that the anointing, the Holy Ghost, God, what God wants to do, there cannot be any expansion. We are rigid. Amen? What does Acts chapter 13, 52 say, please? Acts 13, 52. Amen? It says, and that... 
And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. And so we want to be filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Amen. We want the density, the things that has made that, uh, you know, so, you know, fixed and, you know, filling us. All those things that have filled our hearts, our mind, the old mindsets that we are not prepared to let go. God cannot be able to refill us with the new simply because our mindsets are, are so dense, 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 dense. You know, there, there, is, there, there is no, there can be no movement. Amen. The old wine skin, listen to me, child of God. Listen, every old wine skin, because the old the wine was made in the past, the old the wine had been there, it has been touched, as I've said, all the gases and everything had gone on, it has been handled, manhandled, mishandled, uh, uh, everything handled. Amen. And some of us we have bruised, we have been, we have been, you know, mishandled, and we have been insulted, we have been in pain, we have been all the wine skin is such that we have, we have gone through all of those things that we, we have come to its limits. Oh, is somebody here with me? That God is saying that we need to let these things go if we want him to have his way in our lives. Listen, as I was meditating on this and praying, I realized how important this that I'm sharing with you is. The disciples, remember, the 12 from their Jewish background, okay? They have lived with a culture, a system, a place Please watch this. Whereby their minds were set, their lifestyles were fixed, their cultures were fixed, their traditions were fixed. All sort of things that filled their mind in such a way that God wanted to do a new thing. Remember, one of them said, uh, 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 the brothers, John and James, one said, let me sit on your left, the other said, let me. So even as a family, they had their own uh, uh, um, agenda. They had their own mindset. They had their own thing that was holding them. One also says that I want to be the greatest. Another one who says that I am the greatest. And the Lord had to talk to them about that. I can go on and on and on. There were all those things infighting and all sort of the cultural, traditional, you know, anger, whatever that was. All their lifestyles were said that God knew that. For the new wine to come upon them, they cannot still be operating in the old wine skin. And so before the new wine came, he bundled them together into the upper room. And he, he made the Jews, you know, to, uh, uh, in such a way that the disciples were afraid of them and they locked themselves up. God, God knows how to deal with that. He locked them up in the upper room for the fear of the Jews. If you don't love me, and I don't love you. We are stuck here. We've got to be here. We are locked. We've got nowhere to go. You wake up in the morning. I see your face. You see my face. We are stuck in a room. Because when we go out there, the Jews are there. We are afraid of them. And they got themselves stuck there. And God says, deal with yourselves. Handle these things. Make sure because there is a new way. And Jesus told them, don't even attempt to go and to do something new because what is what is about to come you can't go with the old wine skin he says wait until what you are endued with power because he knew something new was coming and they could not go in the old jewish traditional mindsets and concepts and male female concepts and all sorts god wanted something to be done and when all those things had been done and they had spent some time up in the upper room the bible said and then suddenly suddenly Suddenly, there was an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Oh, is somebody in church? Suddenly, there was an outpouring of the Holy Ghost because God wanted to do a new thing that could not be contained in the old mindset. And as a matter of fact, sometimes some of these things, we think we've dealt with it, but we haven't. We have only prayed about it, but we have not worked on it. That is why when it came to the point whereby Peter was supposed to go and bring the word to Cornelius, God came to him, and Peter was praying, fully anointed, although God had worked on him. But now God wanted the fact that now you know your people. You've dealt with your people, your brethren. You've been able to sort yourself out. But the issue is that this gospel needs to come from Jerusalem, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Of the earth. But you see, you have looked at the Gentiles from a context that they don't belong. They are, they are not part of the commonwealth. And so because of that, you cannot be able to accept them. And the Lord said that, I've got to work on you, Peter. 
And so he came when Peter, food was being prepared for him. In the, in, in the cool of the day, when Peter could just wait for the food to come, the Bible said the Lord visited him and said, my friend, I'm going to show you something. That the old mindset, if the gospel needs to get to Africa, the old my gospel needs to get to Asia, the gospel gets to get to the uttermost part of the world, I need to break this thing out of you. And then he showed him a sheet whereby all sort of animals were there. And he said, now, I have God have a great sense of humor. Food was being prepared, but he says, kill and eat. And Peter said, no, 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 you missed it. You know I'm a Jew. And I said, Jew, you know I don't eat these things. The thing is that those things that were being eaten, majority of the times, it was because they're handed over by the tradition. And as a Jew, he was stuck in it, although some of the things have come from Moses because of their own lifestyle and their thoughts. And God said, kill and eat these animals. You are angry. You are hungry, so it's time for you to eat. And Peter said, no, 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 you missed it. Maybe you, you, you forgot that it was not Peter that he wanted to communicate to. It was someone else. And then he said, it is you, kill and eat. But you know that uh, no, from childhood or as a Jew, I've not, as a God said, who told you what I have created you to call unclean? Basically, what the Lord was trying to tell him is that until that thing just gets out of your mind and your heart, you cannot be able to bring the gospel to others. And straight after that, the Bible says that God told him to go into the house of Cornelius because the man, although hadn't, who hadn't yet received the Holy Ghost and hadn't yet given his life to the Lord, was pious or his heart was searching for God. And the Bible says that the Lord led Peter, who had been dealt with at the point, all right, listen to me, church, had been dealt with at the point, come to Cornelius' house, and the man who had not yet received the Lord, received the gospel, was full of the Holy Ghost, not him alone, but the Bible says the whole household, the anointing, the Holy Ghost came upon them, and they began to speak in tongues just like they did. The same Holy Ghost, the same anointing fell upon Cornelius and his people. Church, I want you to get this. Yet again, as I'm saying, this man, God was still working with him in the subconscious mind. That's where we dealt with the subconscious and conscious, you know, two or three weeks ago. All right? Or, um, uh, yeah, about two or three weeks ago. Because sometimes certain things just lie, you think you've dealt with it, but they will always show up at the time. And so when Peter was gathered with the Gentiles, they were eating together. They, all of them had their hand in the same food eating. Because they were Gentiles. Now, watch this. God had dealt with him from one level. Oh, hallelujah. Listen to this. This is, this is interesting. God had dealt with him from one angle. So now he had, he, had, he had shifted. And as a Jew, he was prepared to eat with the Gentiles. So together, from the picture of the trance, all right, that he fell into and he saw what God was speaking to him. At least he has moved on from one level of, of, of being able to accept the Gentiles, eating with them. But in the subconscious mind, he has not been able to deal with it in the food. And so when Apostle Paul later on came on, came into the scene when he was eating with the, the, with, the, with, the, with the Gentiles, the Bible says straight away, he just slipped his hand out as if me, I'm not eating, I'm not eating, it's them. And then the Bible says that Paul said, I gave it to him right there and then. Because what he was selling to them at that time was trying to put something in their mind that what he was doing was wrong. And why? Because his mind had yet still not been dealt with. Sometimes you can come to church, you can pray and say, oh, I've prayed about this, I've dealt with the brethren. You have only said words, but you have not acted on it. So that when the, this, that is why sometimes we plan, we pray, but at the back of your mind, you still make that vow that I will not do it. So then that occasion comes, your mind still tells you, no, don't do it. But although the spirit wants to release you to do it, your mind is set. And God is not able to move the way he has to move in our churches. In our lives, in our families, in our marriages, in our businesses, raising up of our children, our health. I can go on and on and on. Look, God is giving you ideas for that business. But your mind is so set in the old. God is giving you a new idea in raising up of your children. But your mind is still set in the old. God is speaking to us as a church. But our mind is still set in the old. Listen to me. We can't come to church day in and day out, going and coming in without us being able to shift and move to the new paradigm 
That paradigm shift whereby we can be able to accept what God is doing. Number four. The Greek word for old and new does not merely just denote age. Because sometimes when you look at age and you talk of what is old and what is new, you think that, oh, this was old-fashioned. Oh, we don't use this anymore, but we use this because of the age. But as a matter of fact, when you look at the Greek, all right, the, 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 if you look at the, 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 the words, when you study it, you realize that it is not just taking out, talking about the age of something, but it's talking about the nature and the essence of it. Amen? So new wineskins by nature are elastic, full of oil, very supple, thick, and can be sewn and shaped. Where is the oil of the Spirit? The only way by which our nature and the essence of the new wine can have an effect, I'm saying that the new wine skins by nature are very elastic, full of oil. And if we want by nature God to be able to expand us, we need the oil of the Spirit. Oh, is somebody here with me? The oil of the Spirit, that will make us very supple. Hallelujah. Amen? So that God can be able to sow us into the new shape that he wants to put us. Other than that, we will remain in the old wine skin where we are so brittle. Hallelujah. Oh, is someone here with me? Hallelujah. We are letting the oil of the Spirit dissipate. And we are unyielding. And we want to stay in the old nature, which Satan was the master. Yet we parade in the new. The old wine skin are already stretched. Your life, your thought pattern, they are stretched. God cannot stretch you anymore. What God is saying about that business, what God is saying about that marriage, what God is saying about the church, what God is saying about our children, what God is saying about your health, what God is saying, you are, you, you are already stretched in the old, and no matter what God is saying, you are still stuck in what somebody told you, what you thought, what you read, what you sensed, what you felt, but the issue is that what is God saying now? Are you here with me? We have become very rigid and very brittle. And we're making it very impossible for the aging process of the new wine to bring us to a place whereby we can be able to contain what God wants to do. We, we are lacking the necessary, the necessary capacity for the juice of the ferment of the new wine to take its shape. The potential for good wine is lost and, and hence nothing is gained. We come in, we pray. We come in, you know, we are prayed for. We come in, God is doing this. We come in, all sort of things. But the issue is that, church, listen to me. The issue is that we are so brittle that we cannot be able to contain the pouring of the, of the oil. The anointing is poured in us. The Lord is pouring in us. God is pouring in us. But we have become so brittle that because we are breaking, every time we come, we receive. By the time we leave, even the stairs here, it is all gone. Because our wine skins are full of all sorts. Amen? Jesus spoke to the people, the Pharisees, again the Pharisees, when they came to him. Came to him and said, all sorts in Mark chapter 7, from verse 1 and eight, through to 8. You know, they came and all sorts of things, they were not prepared because the Pharisees were stuck in the old. They were stuck in the traditions. They were stuck in all those things. And then whilst the Lord was doing a new thing, they came questioning him. And he said, they are doing so well. He said, very well. You are doing so well, so stuck in the old. So stuck in the old. Whereby you are stuck into the traditions of your fathers. Whereby God cannot be able to come in and do what he wants to do. The old man cannot hold the new. Your old man, your old inner man, your old inner thought, your old wine skin, your old mindset cannot receive and contain the new. The old man cannot expand and grow to accommodate the new. Brethren, I want you to understand that. That is Bible. And you need to understand that. It doesn't matter what others will say. It doesn't matter what the society will say. It doesn't matter what others you know, around you may say. You need to come to a place and say, God, this is where I want to be with you. Amen. On Friday, was it Friday? Yes, when we were praying, I was sharing with you about um, uh, 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 Balaam. Amen? And I said there were two of his servants with him. 
place. You see, two servants were walking with him, and he himself was sat on the donkey. But amazingly, you see, he realized that the, the servants that were walking with him did not even see what the, the, the angel of the Lord. The, the two men or women, whoever that were, we are only told that they were, uh, uh, they, they, they were servants. As to whether they were men or women, we are not told. But these two servants were walking with the man of God, but they could not see. It was a donkey who saw. So sometimes you can have people around you that may not see to be able to point you to, the, to what you are supposed to see. Are you catching what, what I'm sharing with you? Amen? A, a new nature can contain you know, a new nature, because I said uh, uh, the old or new in the Greek, studying it is, is not necessarily age, but rather it is na- the nature and what? The essence. Amen? And so a new nature that God has given us. The Bible said when we get born again, he gives us a new nature. So a new nature can contain the new growth. The new nature can contain the fruit. The new nature can contain the new character that needs to be built. The new nature can bring the the new healing, etc., of the oil. What the Spirit of God wants to do, what the anointing wants to do, what the power of God wants to do, it is a new nature that can contain it. If you put it in the old, you see, brethren, don't think that, oh, I, I, I got born again 20 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, 100 years ago, 200 years Brethren, you can be around church. You can be in church. Your name can be in the register. Your name can be, the, the, the pastor can have your phone number and all sorts of the leaders. But let me tell you something. You can still maybe walking in the old mindset because you are unprepared to move on to new things. Are you here with me? Praise God. Because we need to be able to up, upgrade programs, our programs. We need to be able to upgrade our computers. We need to be able to upgrade our apps. And what I'm, 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 I'm talking about is basically that which God wants to do, we need to be able to have the capacity to be able to have God do this work. God has a lot to upgrade to yours. God has a lot. God has a lot of iOS, if I use the, uh, 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 the iPhone, uh, uh, you know, you know, God has so much to be able to download to the church. God has so much to download into your marriage. God has so much to download into that business, you know, that you have. God has so much to download into, into, into your, 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 your health, your raising up, the raising up of your children, and, 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 and on and on and on. And but the problem is that your iOS is too outdated. Amen? Your iOS is too outdated. You are still stuck in yesterday. When God is speaking about the new. And the thing is that you are adamant. That, you know some of us, sometimes you talk to some, oh, I just want this brick. All right, this brick stone, uh, uh, mobile phone. <laughs> or sometimes we want this old, which is fine. Nobody is saying that. But when you are stuck in an, uh, a mobile phone that nobody can send you a WhatsApp message or what are the, the other ones? Uh, uh, these new apps, Okay. And then everybody in the church, we are moving on. We are saying that we are going to uh, Microsoft um, Teams or uh, Google and all sorts. And he said, Pastor, I can't join. That, that, that is not this. I can pray and pray. Your phone will not change. Amen. You have to go to the shop and go and buy a new one. Are you getting what I'm sharing with you? So that is exactly how he is. God wants to really download and upgrade, upgrade our lives, upgrade our, 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 our health, upgrade our church, upgrade our departments, upgrade even as a pastor, God wants to upgrade what he has to download to me. Your marriage, your life, but you are still walking in yesterday, yesterday's life, attitude, mindsets, all things. God is saying that there's no way he can do that. Is the church here with me? The new wine skin. We need to get rid of the old wine. The old wine that is very stubborn in nature and its habits. Any reason why wine skins, you know, when I was, when I was studying it, you know, I, I, when I got to the, uh, uh, looking at the, the, the old and the new and having the essence and nature of the old wine skin and, 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 and the new wine skin. And then I, I sat down and I said, but what is most of the time wine skin? And most of the time, realize that wine skins were made of the skin of a goat. And I said, is there any reason why the wine skins were made of goat? Sometimes our nature is more of the goat attitude. Amen? 
You know, you jump, you don't jump here, you jump there. Don't go there. Go. A car will be coming and the goat will be standing there just teasing the car. Amen? But the sheep, you know, will know how to move away. That's why the Bible said we are sheep. And God never refers to us as the goat. Hallelujah. Because he knows goat. Amen? So we, we, we need to come to a place whereby our wine skins, our wine skins, you know, are, are really uh, dealt with by the Lord. Amen? An old wine skin was once a new wine skin in this season. And never use the old wine skin or reuse it. No matter how good it looks. Amen? You didn't hear what I just said? Never use the old wine skin or reuse it to put in the new wine. No matter how good it looks and it was. Amen? I promised that I'll touch on the mixed multitudes. And that is the nest. Now, again, when I touch on this, I don't think I can go further because there's too much to download. Amen. The, the mixed multitudes. This is key. So take note. This is key. Very, very key. Amen. You know when Israel was in Egypt, God appeared to Moses and told him that the time had come because they prayed for God to bring them out of the slavery. And it was time for God to do a move or have a move in their lives to bring them to a place. Now church, watch this and listen carefully please. They had been in slavery for over 400 years. Between 430 to 450. 450, 30 to 450 years. Remember, no matter who you are, no matter the culture you have, no matter what it is, there will be some way, somehow, your life will be affected by the people that you've got into contact with. Are you catching what I'm sharing with you? So they've stayed with them for all this while, and the Bible said that whilst they moved, or it was time for them to move, something happened. When it was time for Israel to move, the Bible tells us that there was the mixed multitude that went with them. <laughs> Hallelujah. As long as God was taking Israel into the new order of freshness, as long as God was taking Israel into the new move, the present truth, and the new kingdom perspective. The mindset of Egypt kept dragging them to Egypt. No matter what God was doing, please watch this. No matter what God was saying, no matter where God was taking them, they had seen the hand of God in Egypt during the plague. That they were secluded from all the things that happened to Egypt. I want you to listen to this part very well. Alongside the ones that you've already listened to. There were a lot of plagues. Israel had seen God protecting them. They had now walked through the Red Sea. Whereby the sea could part. For them to walk on it. On the dry ground. God was taking them to a place whereby even we are told that even for 40 years, some of them, the clothes that they had, God, I don't know how God did it, protected them. But there was a mixed multitude. Israel wanted to eat lentils. They wanted to eat the meat and all sorts, whilst God was calling them for a new order. And for especially the elders or the leaders, uh, the, 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 the elderly ones, we are told how many of them perished in the wilderness. But there is a reason, and I want you to understand this. When God is moving the church into the new move, in a new order, and a new perspective, when God is moving your life 
your marriage, your home. When God is moving you, your ministry, into the new perspective, the new order, the new truth, where he wants you to, where he has prophesied and spoken to. Brethren, you've got to be very, 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 very careful to know where you are at, especially with the mixed multitude. Because as a church, the body of Christ today, there is a lot of mixed multitude. <laughs> Please, if you look at Numbers chapter 11, well, before you go to Numbers chapter 11, that is far, you've gone far. Let's go to Exodus chapter 17, and you read verse 17 and 18, I think, yes, Exodus uh, 37 and 38, sorry. Exodus 12, Exodus 12, Exodus chapter 12. Now, watch this. And I want you to pay attention. Then the children of Israel journeyed from Ramesses to Sarkoth, about 600,000 men on foot besides children. Let's go on to 38. And then, listen, we are told a mixed multitude went up with them also, and flocks and herds. And a great deal of livestock. Please, I want us, I'm going to stay in here, but I want you to pay attention to this. We know where the Israelites came from. We know their God. We know the kind of people they are and all sorts. Now, all of a sudden, God wanted to do a new thing. In Exodus, when they were moving, when Israel was being blessed, with all, everything that they had to travel to the new place that God was taking them, the new order, the new blessing, the new land flowing with milk and honey, what God had spoken, the prophecies of God. The Bible says that there were the people, the mixed multitude, that also went up with them also. The Bible is silent, or nowhere in Scripture are we told about who these people are. Oh, are you here with me, church? God's word does not say much directly about the folks, these people, except for a passing reference that a mixed multitude went up with them also. Who they were, where they came from, why they joined the Israelites, and what happened to them, we don't even know. But rather their influence. We are going to look at that. <laughs> Are you here with me? Who this, some theologians are trying to say that it was all sort of um, um, slave, slaves who were in there, whatever. So when they heard, and the, because of the association of the Israelites, when they worked with them, and then, and then, but we do, they still even don't tell us where they came from, who they were, the kind of, the, 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 the country, their background, the God that they believed in, the God that they worshipped, the kind of uh, uh, mindset that they have, whatever. So, brethren, we are, we, we are not told who they were. But for Israel, we know who their God was and the message he had for them and where he wanted them to go and what blessing he wanted to bring their way. But these people, we don't know who they were. So you've got to be careful who. The new wine that God wants to do in your life, your business, your business partner, your, 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 your marriage, um, where you are going, your, our church, where we are going, uh, your, 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 your health. Who, I mean, I can go on and on and on. You go to who, who, who are you talking to? Who is this individual? And you, sometimes you may know the person physically, but the thing is that where is this coming from? The mindset, the, the spirit behind, would they, they, would they, would I, I, I don't know even what... Where is this individual coming from? Who they were, we don't know. Where they came from, we are not told. And to be honest with you, why they joined the Israelites, someone will say that because a promise was given as um, a land flowing with milk and honey. But anything can happen. Why they joined, we don't know. So you've got to be very careful. Why are you joining yourself to that business partner? Why have you joined yourself to that person? Why have you joined yourself as a church? Why, who has come to join? Who is part of us? Who, because we can be here as a church, but we can have still mixed multitude. Because some may not even know whether it is the church will grow or not. It can be bothered. Amen? 
Are you catching what I'm sharing with you? And what happened to them? Specifically, we are not told in the full, but then we are told of the influence of the mixed multitude. We're going to have a look right now, and you know what I'm talking about. The old wine skin and the new wine. Because these guys had come with an old wineskin, who their God was, we don't know. What, the, what message the, their God has given to them, we don't know. What was in them, we do not know. All that we know is that they, they, were, they began to join the party. And amazingly, they all saw the grace of God. Didn't they all walk through the Red Sea? Amen. Didn't they all see all the great things that God was doing? So the fact that someone is around you, that goodness, the mercy of God and all those things, that not necessarily mean that that is what it is. Because they all saw the goodness of God. But we are getting deeper. The word mixed in Hebrew, you can have gereth or irab. All right? And when you talk of mixed, it is like in, when you talk of cloth, like this um, carpet, all right, we have those who sew may know how to uh, explain it better. We have what we call the warp and then the woof, all right? Once that is sewn long ways, um, I don't know, put it on the um, straight size, uh, Google something because I don't know whether I can explain it the way a manner it is. Um, so, so like uh, warp and woof, and then we'll see, especially when we're talking of wo woven clothes. When a cloth is plain, it can be wove, or when it, uh, it can be warp, all right? Depending on how the, 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 um, the material, whatever they do. But when you begin to have a woven cloth, with, we always need the warp, the, the, the warp and the woof. And there is a reason. Amen? If you find anything, just let me know. Praise God. Because a warp refers to the length-wise threads in a woven article. They are the threads that, you know, you know they, they hang down in a loom, running parallel to the bolt of the cloth being created. All right? And a wolf, that is the feeling, what um, seamstress and whatever can tell you, what they say feeling, refers to the threads that crisscross the warp, running at right angles perpendicular to them, and they interface among the warp under and over, under and over until you have some right. Can you see what the warp is? Oh, come down. You see what the warp, um, you can see the warp, the top bit. Sometimes we have like a fluff bit on the like carpets, right? And then you see the, the weft or the warp, all right? You, you, you intertwine them and you, wove, you, you, you weave them in such a way that you've got to make sure that the warp and the warp are tight. If you are having a woven cloth and it is loose, all right, and it's not united properly, what you're going to have is that with time, one thing is going to happen. Everything is just going to tear apart. Everything is going to be pulling apart. So Jesus, in trying to say that you can't have the old clothes, um, the old wine, like uh, um, the, the unshrunk clothes and to the new, basically with time, these things, because if it is not properly, will be tearing apart, or even if it's new, if you don't do it properly, what is going to happen is that if the warp and the wolf are not put together, what is going to happen is that there's going to be a tearing apart. Oh, is the church here with me? So a woven clothes is useless without both the, the warp and the wolf relationship in unity. It is an interdependence. Wolf and the wolf and the worth of the uh, or warp, whatever that is there, together make one fabric. Amen? Together do what? They make what? One fabric. And so when you drag the old concepts, the old leadings, the old order, the old whatever that it is onto the new, and it's not properly warped up, what is going to happen is that with time, it's just going to be turning up, tearing apart. Amen? Oh, is someone here with me? Church, listen to me. From what we have seen, we can see that the warp or woof are important to the integrity and strength of a garment. A bolt of clothes lacking the warp and the woof simply will not hang together. 
And here we can have the wolf as a Gentile and the wolf as the Israel, if you, if you look at it from that context. As a mixed multitude, they joined. And from that Hebrew word is what I'm bringing, because if you read Leviticus chapter 13, you know you, uh, from chapter 13, throughout the whole of chapter 13, you see a lot of the, 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 the wolves and the wolves that I'm talking about. Amen? In the, um, Leviticus chapter 13. But the issue is that many of believers are still walking in the old order, in the mixed multitude mindset. Unforgiveness, idols, worship of the image of Egypt gods, because that, was, and that is what is familiar to them. So, now listen to me, church. The Bible says that Israel was moving into the new order. Israel have a God. Amen? Israel had the spoken word. Israel had the direction. Israel had a wave, a move, what God wanted to do. This multitude, mixed multitude, don't know where they were coming from. And they had got involved, what their mindset, what, what their agenda is. They can even tell you this what they mean, but that may not be what, because you don't know even what they believe in. And they were part of the move. And as long as they were part of the move, the Bible says in Numbers chapter 11, I think Numbers, uh, Numbers uh, chapter 11 verse 14, uh, or uh, which, uh, uh, Numbers 11 4. Numbers 11 4. Now watch this, watch this. You see, the mixed multitude and Israel, the warp and the wolf thing that I'm talking of, they've come to a place they were, Israel was following a, their God, following a mission. They had an agenda. But this multitude, now, listen, we are told now the mixed multitude. Now, watch this. Now, the mixed multitude who were among them yielded to what intense craving. So the children of Israel also wept again and said, who will give us meat to eat? So the association of the mixed multitude and Israel was such that it was leading them on to things that went on and on to the point whereby we want, uh, could we make us a God? They spoke to Aaron. Make us a God. Do this, do that, do this. In such a way that Aaron had to be stripped of his what? His priestly garment before his death. Church, what I'm trying to tell you is that every move, it is not every move of God that you tag along with anyone and everyone. It is not every order of God that you just associate with anyone and everyone. Even Abraham, when God told him to move from his father's house, he still had Lot for sentiment reason, and until Lot, who was a veil, the meaning of Lot is veil, until Lot moved out of Abraham's life, Abraham was not able to walk the length and breadth of what God was giving him, although God had spoken. No, 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 somebody is not in church. God had already spoken, but Abraham was able only to walk the length. Now listen. I said God had already spoken. The covenant had already been released. God had already spoken to Abraham. But for Abraham to be able to walk the length and breadth of the land, it, it had to take Lot to be out. So as a church, when God is dealing with us, it is not just any order, any, oh, oh, this church is doing this, let's do that. This church is doing that, let's do that. No, but the thing is, what is God speaking? Even in your own life, what God may be speaking to you is not necessarily what someone thinks may be hearing. Amen? It can be in your home, it can be in your life, your marriage, your, your health, your business. I can go on and on and on. We, the problem with this is that we don't take time to hear the voice of God concerning us. Is somebody in church? Are you sure you're here with me? The problem with us is that sometimes we are too lazy to hear what God wants to do with us. We are too lazy to be able to hear what is God speaking to me about this. About that, where does God want us to go? Because when anybody will say, and everybody, because you see, when the mixed multitude join, uh, sadly, uh, do you know, church, as we can see and read, have you realized that when the mixed multitude joined, the Israel did not tell them not to come along because you are not part of us? Oh, amen, they didn't. 
So sometimes when God is moving, when God is doing something, when the new order of, of what God wants to do in your life, don't just embrace anyone and anything and everything along because you don't know where they are coming from, what is in their heart, where they are going, and what will happen to them. The thing is you need to come to a place, God, why am I here at this point in time in my life? Hear the voice of God. Is the church here with me? Our fallen nature doesn't want us to let go to embrace the new. There is always a craving. And when the Lord is leading the way, you find your own renewed soul and flesh saying, you can't trust this God and it's Moses. You can't trust this God. You can't trust this pastor of yours. You can't trust this husband of yours. You can't trust this wife of yours. You can't trust this business of mine. You can't trust this. You can't trust that. Because the mismultitude, basically, that intense craving was said that give us what we had in Egypt. And so sometimes there is a craving that we can't trust this God. We can't trust Moses. And so all he is, is give us another God. Make us a God. Make us a God. Make us a God. Somebody that we can bow to. And that is what man all the time wants something that will appeal to our, in, our, our, our cravings. And so well, no matter what it is, it does not matter. We need that craving today. Oh, is a church here with me. We just want it today. It doesn't matter the cost. And sometimes we see our soulish nature because that is what he wants. It doesn't matter what eternally, what God is speaking. No wonder Esau had to come to a place whereby his own birthright he had to forsake it just because of a lentil deal, a, 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 you know, a, 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 a lentil a, a, a stew. Hallelujah. What is God speaking to you concerning today? What is it that God is speaking con to concerning our church, your department? What is God speaking to you concerning your life, your home, your marriage, your, your health? What is it? As long as you are prepared and you are ready to come to the place only to allow the mixed multitude to come along. Listen to me. Their intense craving will drive you to a place whereby you miss it. You miss it. You miss it. And I'm not surprised because 430 years they had lived in Egypt. God will give us a new heart, a new wine skin. God says we should have a renewed mind with changed actions to be embraced. Let us attract the new to the new wine skin. Hallelujah. The power of the old wine skin and old wine is gone. It may be relevant at the time. As a matter of fact, sometimes the old wine skin, as someone would say, it is an acquired taste. Amen. But you see, the taste might have been all and acquired. But what is God saying and speaking today? We cannot just have the tag of Christianity, the tag of being a church member, the tag of having a ring on your, on your finger, the tag of having children, the tag of having a job, a business, an NHS card or whatever, whatever, a bank card or whatever to think that that is what it is. Because God is speaking. God is on the move. And we've got to come to a place whereby God will give us a new heart so that the old heart, the hardened heart, will be able to die off. That is the only way by which we can hear his voice. Hallelujah. 